you've got to learn, a man can believe for customers. And clients begin to come. Pressure now starts coming. Are you following what I'm saying that? Do you know? Do you know your gift can draw people and your character will chase them and they will never come again? You get what I'm saying here? Uh, in other words, your beauty can attract men, your tongue, that they will run as in terror. That, yeah, you probably get there. So he says, let me tell you, many people, clients can come. And a client, and let me tell you, I've seen this in life. The client that is strategic has a character flaw that is provocative. Now he comes and behaves somehow, and you just look at him, this one person and me, one person. And then you open your mouth. You this something, say something, say, will you get out of this place? What rubbish, what kind of nonsense? And you don't know that that individual is carrying a network of your answered prayer. The kind of people you are believing to come into that business, there are all the friends of this person. If you just pass that stress test, do you get what I'm saying here? The stress test, and then you survived and came out. Next time, you will tell another person in business, if their business is not growing, you just sit down with the place for 30 minutes, you say, listen, 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 don't talk to people that have this kind of character this way, all right? This is how things work. You have started learning things. It's a stress test there. So let me give an example here, all right? Uh, you three gentlemen, can you come? One, two, three. All right, just come from here, okay? So I have a Coke bottle here. I brought it this morning. I said, I don't drink Coke, but I want to do an experiment. So this is a stress test now. I want to see what it means to people all right, we just come and stand here. One, two, three. Any of you a Liverpool fan? None. Just, uh, none of you? I'm not. Which club are you? Manchester United. Which one? Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> you are for fair play. You don't support anybody, just fair play. All right, okay, fine. Now, so here is the stress test now. Now, this is a Coke bottle, right? So I'm checking this. This is the pressure in your life. Pressure. Pressure. Pressure, 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 pressure. Then I want to open it. If I open this, they will go. So this is your mouth. Pa! Boom! Everybody takes off. But it says be slow to speak, so I wait. I wait. I wait until everything comes down. If I open it now, I'm not destroying the relationship. If I open it when there was pressure, everybody disappears. Do you get what we're saying here? So let's say, you can go and say thank you. So when there's pressure, just remember this. And it's shaking, calm down. All right? Even if you give yourself 48 hours, he says, be quick to do what? Hear. Hear what David said in Psalm 39. Psalm 39. Who drinks Coke? I can give you. You take Coke? You take Coke? Come, come, let me give you, because I'm not killing you. Why do you take Coke? It's not good for you. I shouldn't sin by giving you Coke, but I take it that. All right. So, Psalm 39. He said, I said I will take heed to my ways. David said this. I will take heed to my ways. What are the ways? That I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I won't talk. Verse 2. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace from good, and my sorrow was stirred. Then verse 3, he said, my heart now became hot within me while I was musing, that's meditating now, upon what's going on. I didn't just was hasty to talk. I stayed and meditated. Then the fire burned. Then I saw it. He said, then I now spoke. So I only talked when, all right, I had discovered what to say. 
not something that I said as, a re as emotional reaction, all right, to that particular situation. So James tells us, number one, he says, now you are going through the stress test, mastery of the tongue, all right? In James chapter 3, that's what he was saying. Uh, um, James chapter 3, verse 1. He said, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. Be not many masters, mean don't be hasty to become a leader. He says, look, there is heat when you are in leadership. All right? You will receive condemnation. There is nothing you do that everybody will agree with, except you are not making decisions. Once you make decisions, it will go different ways. 80% will agree, 20% will not agree, 5% will agree, 5% will not agree, 95%, yeah, we, people will just respond to it. It says, so we receive greater condemnation. It says, but when that condemnation comes, this is the test of leadership. Verse 2, it says, in many things we offend all, which means when we make decisions, we offend. If a man offend not in what? So after you offended and received condemnation, if with your tongue you did not respond and reply and offend in word, it says that, man, that's, that same man is a perfect man, which means you've arrived at the place where you are now roadworthy. All right? You've come to the place where you've entered maturity, the stamp. You are now tested. God says now, public consumption, you can go out. He's able to bridle his whole body. And then he talked about the fact that we put bits in horses' mouths all right, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Verse 4, it says, Behold, ships, don't they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about by very small care, whithersoever the governor listed. Even so the tongue, which means when the wind is blowing, is the tongue that is going to determine the outcome of everything. Is a little member, but boasts of great things. Behold, how great a matter, just one small fire. So you see big fights, it's just one small spark. Somebody just got offended at something and responded, all right, to that particular thing. And, I mean, I made up my mind when I came into ministry, having experienced some things, that no matter what happens to me or anything anybody does inside this church, I will never preach a message on it. Because you can use your tongue to set your whole church ablaze. In other words, nobody was thinking everything. Sunday morning when you started preaching, people are whispering, so who is it? What, what happened? What happened? Right? I mean, one day on campus, I was leading the fellowship. I was just preaching on and on. Somebody called somebody said, who offended him? You know when people just know? Then what matter that doesn't concern anybody? After service, they have forgotten all you have said. Is who offended pastor? What happened? Jesus now starts. Gossip has entered the congregation. Someone says, it's that person that did all kinds of things. Now, you are the one that opened the door by the way. So he says, with your tongue, a little, a little, uh, all right, great matter, a little, fire. And it's just one small thing. Maybe somebody robbed you off wrongly. You make a sermon on, 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 on respect your leader. Do you get what I'm saying here? <laughs> that is coming from offense. You cause problem in the place. Alright? It says, in great matter, a little. Look, many of the wars people have fought, somebody was just offended and started saying things and everything escalated beyond control. Right? I'm telling you, people fight in mind, just escalate things beyond control. And people are tempted to do it, right? And he says this, look, if you have not attained mastery of the tongue, right, and you marry and you exchange words, you might, you might sit down and say maybe single life was better. You get what I'm saying here? Because it's not a single life was better, but because you, 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 when God was taking you through roadworthy tests in the office, 
you, you, you are failing. And God was saying, listen, what, 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 what? I said, and you, then you got into and then exchange of words, all right? I mean, you say things to people they will never forget. You know, you can say things to somebody. I mean, a guy now tells the wife, I hope you know what she didn't know before, that three ladies, you know, uh, Kenina was there. I don't want to say any name before they say you are speaking by word of mouth. You know, Jakutu that was there in Kenina. You know, I was supposed to marry her. You know that day, you saw both of us. It was actually, then she suddenly, eh, eh. So she was the one really. But what just happened was, one of my aunts just said, I wasn't supposed to marry you. You destroyed the marriage, the foundation that cannot recover again. Then you come and say you are sorry. Sorry, Tala, when you have revealed your true intent. All right? So people say things that cannot, no counselor can reverse those words. None. Except you enter the holiest of all. And you see Jesus face to face. I'm telling you, no counseling. And Jesus, by the power of the blood, washes. You are laughing. I'm telling you what can, no other thing. Which means you just wake up, it's a surgical operation. And you have forgotten the words that were said. Outside of that. All right? Even so, the talk boasted great thing. How great a matter, a little fire kindling. All right? Next verse. It says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on the fire of hell. So hell puts fire and your tongue sets your whole life on fire there. And it says, therefore, that's why it says, you can't with the same mouth bless God and curse men. In other words, he says, master that. You can't be saying, you know, we've this and bless that. Master that there. All right? There's greater condemnation. Okay? And in this age of social media, right, where all kinds of arrows are fired, you, you, they say, do you understand what I'm saying here? People just come and, and you know, and, and write things. In fact, I just, during the, you know, just the break here. I just put on Twitter, and somebody copied about six of us and gave it to us. All right? You will receive condemnation. What you have no power to influence, they say you are responsible for it. Right? So, the, that kind of thing, your response to that particular thing there, it says this. So, let's just close so it's important. If someone says, well, you know, they didn't, they didn't, I mean, no matter how brilliant you are, let me tell you this, no matter... And I was, I was sharing with some young people who are leaders, about, and I warned them, if you are brilliant, calm down. If you are scoring high grades in school, relax. Just calm down. Because people who are intellectually brilliant seem to lack wisdom the most. Now, I will tell you what I'm saying, and I understand it, all right? In fact, one day I've said this, for God showed me that I deliberately allowed you to be third born in the family because I called you to teach so that you will understand how to persuade people. So when you teach, you can be persuasive there because it's from the mother's womb I called you. And I was telling them, so in my family, the firstborn was a lady, so she has the authority of firstborn. The next one was a boy, he has authority of firstborn. Then me, Second boy, there's no authority. <laughs> then last born was a lady. She has the authority of last born who can cry to get things. 
You are too old to cry, but too young to exercise authority. You get what I'm saying? If you say, I'm telling you, they'll look at you, who are you? If you cry, they'll say, what is wrong with you? So what are you left with? Building consensus. So to get your idea through, you will have to explain to everybody, you develop a culture of fighting nobody in the house. So inside my house, I don't fight anybody. All right? In fact, sometimes they used to think I wasn't loyal. Because, you know, so when, you know, children fight parents, then you all gang up together. I used to be the first person to break ranks. Because my mother wanted to head at my father. I said, I like him. All this mood, mood. Just cook, serve, put the drumstick. He will come downstairs and eat. You will know that he's over there because there's no negotiation. So you have authority. I have nothing. Okay. So you, 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 that, so, so when you're intelligent, now let me say this here. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is a tree that tells you you know, even though you don't know. So your nakedness is showing. All right? Now, in this tree, therefore, if we say we are going to Keja and you don't know the way, and you just turn right here and you start driving, the more you drive, the farther you are from the place. Your only chance of finding out is you stop and ask, please, where is the way to where a Keja? Now, but because you are brilliant, you are not used to doing that. Because when you are in school, is the C minus people, C plus people, B minus, who when they get B plus is celebration. You were A plus A, A plus A, A plus. So when it's time to read, you never asked anybody, they were asking you. So you grew up with the knowledge that I know the way everybody's asking me. But life is not like that. Do you get what I'm saying here? So you get into life, and because you have associated asking people to see minus, asking, please, where's the way here to D? So it is beneath you. You feel that it is failure for you to ask people. So you plod through even though you are in error, all right? Because you don't want to look like, I mean, one time I, I called the name of a person, you know, he was the CEO of a, the CEO of a bank. When we traveled together, and so we arrived London together, and we're going to the same area, Canary Wharf. So we now decided, but they, they had changed some things in the train station. They were doing some modification. So the real way we did, so of course, as we were going, and I realized, I said, this is why this guy is CEO. We got to one point of a bank. He just said, look, let's ask somebody. Let's just ask somebody, okay? But I just thought about you. You want to say, let's not ask. Because if you ask somebody, it's like you are JJC, just came to London. You don't want to look like we just came to London. Oh, I know it now. Uh, Jubilee Line is here. We go like that. But they've changed it. You'll be going around in circles for 30 minutes because you simply can't say, excuse me, sir, to somebody who knows the way. Where is the way? And you just say, crossover. You are going around, around, around. Look, on this earth, you are a JJC. No matter how intelligent you are, you just came. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So you better ask for directions. So if you are going and he says it's the lack of wisdom. So he says, bridle your tongue. All right? The way you talk. You can be in an office no matter how brilliant you are. No matter how brilliant you are. I mean, if you're a CEO, you're a position of authority that promotes people or supervises you, you think about it. No matter how brilliant you are. Or even you, you've been praying for a husband or praying for all of that, and suddenly they see you in church. And a guy says, that lady, 
That's, that's the girl. I just feel it. He says, so when are you going to meet her? Not this week. I don't look nice. Next week, I'll dress properly. But I've been watching her. I've been shadowing her. She always sits at that area. So he now decides next week. God has answered your prayer. God has done his part. The angel has touched the man. Put the thoughts there. He has almost even set the date before he came to meet you. November 13th is my birthday. That's the day. How old is she? He has done the research. She's ready. People have said she's ready. She's good to go. He has calculated. Even before that, he looked at his account, made adjustments. And he is doing all that on your behalf to show how faithful the Lord is, how the Holy Ghost has worked for you. After the service, he just follows you. His friends wave. He just says, <laughs> and he's now going towards you. Suddenly, you get to your car, and the traffic people are saying this, and you go and say, "Listen, this one inside the house, eh? Ah, with the tongue, your response." Are you mad? Say you've lost yourself. Eh? He just sees himself in the house. That you are, you are, that's how that goes. Ah! He will just say, thank you. The love, water. He will turn around. The friend say, my guy. He say, I'll see you. We'll, we'll go now. Are you afraid? I beg. I beg something like that. Ah, he looks at it. What happened? Well, uh, that other person you were talking about that you first suggested. What, when, when, eh, let's go. Let's, so I, I don't want to speak evil of anybody. I don't. <laughs> and he goes, but the response. You are in an office. You know, you insult. They, they give some, you, you technically believing that you, you know, in a saucy way, you don't say you're a fool, but the way you answered the people who are bosses there as though, do, 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 do you really get what is going on? You know, embarrass them. Listen, that minute they will make up their hand, mind. If it's this hand that is signing your promotion, except God comes from heaven and holds the hand and then moves it to the paper and then signs it, but that by my own conscious will, they won't sign it. Now you are praying, you are confessing, but James is saying the use of the tongue under pressure can digress the life of a person. All right? So you have to be careful concerning that. Right? So that you don't. He said many people have lost things because that's why in James, I'll close with this 1 and verse 21. Therefore, he says this, James 1, 21. All right? Okay, sorry, James 1. Let's go to 25. So he goes there and says, but whoso looketh will be blessed in his deed. Then verse 26. If any man seems to be religious, and bride left not his tongue. That's, he says, seems. says, first hallmark of real religion is that they've been taught about the tongue. But deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain. Then he says, 27, pure religion, which is the religion that has the wisdom of God, and undefiled before God and the Father in heaven, is to visit the fatherless widows in affliction to keep himself unspotted from the world. So he tells him, visit people that I need, help people. He now begins to tell, change, all right, the way you relate with people. Change the way you talk and respond to people. 
and have that growth there. It says you're on the test drive there. He makes that adjustment. Change the way you talk, all right? You have blocked a lot of blessings from the way you talk. Then change how you relate to people. So it goes in chapter 2, the next verse. He says, have not the faith of God with respect of persons, right? If you see a man wearing a gold ring and goodly apparel, and you tell him, sit here. Can you put it up? Next verse, verse 2. He says, if you see a man comes to assembly with gold ring, goodly apparel, and there coming a poor man in environment, you say, sit there. He says, change the way you relate with people in children. You know, first day God gave me this revelation. He asked me a question. I was thoroughly embarrassed. He said in the office, he said, that gets man that sits there. He said, have you ever spent time consciously interceding for this person? Just praying for him. For, or, or have you condemned him to that strata of society? It's almost like he's not worthy of prayer. He just told me, he said, this person. And started showing me faces of people low down there. He said, do you actually believe and pray for these people and relate with them? Because the truth about the matter is, if somebody who they consider to be of, of in authority genuinely, I'm not saying fix it, genuinely believes they can rise and in his communication with them instills the confidence into them that they can rise. I'm telling you, it goes a long way in changing the outcomes in the life of those people. Very long way, all right, in doing that. So it says begin to, we'll look at it, the different things he says begin to. I mean, when he tells us that when you ask and you receive not, you ask to consume it on your lust. He says, if any man prays and doesn't receive, he said, to consume it. What does he mean by lust? He means he digressed from that. You know, he says, don't be enticed and drawn away of your lust. He says, what happened was on the journey, the man turned up and went into that. So stay on the wisdom path. Light comes every single day. You are growing. You are getting knowledge of wisdom. First thing about wisdom, we've said, is the right use of your tongue. Not just saying I'm confessing for the blessing, which is good, but make sure your response. You know, I have a small book. I can't remember. I would have given the name of the book. I can give the name of the author. I can't, but if you, can, if you find that book on the internet, buy it. It's a small book. It's called, I think, Angel and Judgment. The effect of words that are spoken in thoughtless emotional pain. And what the guy was saying was that most of the cycle of judgment we have on the earth come as a result of words that are spoken in thoughtful, emotional pain that people say out there. All right? I've been in a situation where a man was threatening us, spiritual authority, when I was in school, threatening. All right? Saying all kinds of things. Threatening us. We're campus. I said, I went to meet him and I spoke to him. And he looked at me. This was somebody that... I felt would never change. He said, if your friends talked this way, he said, I'll have dropped this case. He said, if your friends opened their mouth to talk to me like this, he said, I would have dropped this case. One time I was in New York, I was doing a connecting flight the next day, I, they, my baggage was missing. When I say baggage is missing, they didn't find it on the system, which means that they, apparently the tag had dropped off. Now, the chances of you finding that kind of thing is because if they do it, they can say, okay, it's somewhere else. But they can't even see it. But I spoke to that person. You know, the Bible says a soft answer turns away. It can turn away anger. Wrath is coming. It says the king's anger is as a messengers of death. 
But a soft answer will turn that thing around. And people were shouting, and I spoke to the man, woman. I want to remember, eh? It was a guy. He said, when he listened to me, he said, I will, he said, when I go to Nigeria, I said, next day, he said, go to your hotel. I will find that luggage. He said, I will find it. Just describe the box to me. When he finished, by the time I came back the next day, he discovered the box, but I, I could not believe what happened. Because I came there to now connect to Nigeria, so it, if that box was there, I was living without it. He told me we found it. He gave me his personal number, call me anytime, whether I'm off duty, I will give you the report on it, I'll keep on it. You know what he did? When we finally found the luggage, he said, bring your luggage. He brought a trolley and put it there. This was in JFK. People were there. He said, ladies and gentlemen, this is true, ladies and gentlemen, a very important personality is about to leave this airport. Will you all stand aside so he may go? I looked at him. <laughs> they said he announced in the airport. Everybody was looking at me. And he was pushing the trolley. And I was following him. He turned around and looked at me. He said, I've spent 25 years working in an airport. No human being has spoken to me with respect the way you did. He said, you deserve this respect back. He pushed my trolley there and got me Words. Words are not just I'm saying in my room, I'm blessed. It's your response when the stress test it. Are you following what I'm saying? Your response can change things. So wisdom tells you, talk this way. And the door you think is closed, that door is Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for one. By the power of your spirit, I hear you grant unto everybody under the sound of my voice a visitation and an impartation of wisdom for the very things you are believing for. They are believing for in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening.